Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gambit Podcast, a Grand Arena and Territory War-focused podcast featuring myself, Solobase15, and my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you this morning? Um, it's night for me, Solo, and I'm doing well. <laughs> well, technically, it's 1223 here, so uh, we've cracked the morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, not it's for been me, a day. though. Yeah, true. Um, so... No Grand Arena, basically, since the past week, but we've had tons of news. Uh, the first, I, I guess, is the latest news that's been released is SWGOH.GG is now showing battle reports from our Grand Arena fights. What do you think of this? I love it. I, I think it's so good. Like, I, I get so tired of these secret comps that people are, are always referencing. And, you know, like, oh, well, I, I can't tell you what I used because, you know, I, because I have secrets that, that I need to keep. And I'll get kicked out of my guild if I don't. And and, and I get it. I mean, you don't want to lose your edge for sure. I, I do understand that. Um, I just I, I like the idea of having finding new teams and I like the idea of just solid fundamental play as opposed to like you know being sneaky and winning because you know something that someone else just hasn't had the opportunity to play test yet. You know right. we we don't have a sandbox mode and and so the the people with a lot of extra, you know, crystals, uh you know, whether it's just earned from via in game or or if they're spending money, uh, you know, they have way more opportunity to be able to test a lot of these team compositions. And, you know, the, the people who are less fortunate in their crystal income are, you know, they just don't have the opportunities to be able to play test. And so they depend on being able to do research. But a lot of these secret comps just aren't available via research. And so I don't know. Uh, for me, I just like having everything available to find, you know, in that way. That way we can all just kind of be on the same footing and then it's a more even match. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, I basically agree with you. And when you talk about the quote-unquote proprietary part, and there's still a lot missing from seeing what team was used to how that team was used. So I know a lot of people change their mods around before Grand Arena starts and then it starts or now you sign up for it and they change their mods back. So just seeing the teams used aren't going to show you the turn order. It's not going to show you what the first turns are or how they approach the team, you know. So it's kind of looking, it, it's basically looking at an infographic of counters rather than actually watching video of the counter. Um that's a great point. But you know what does show every step? <laughs> Our counter sheet. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. And that's where I got that idea. Um, but really, it, it, it honestly doesn't. Because think about it. You, you see Darth Revan counters whatever. Do you open up with Force Storm? Do you open up by giving fear to the entire team? that one move can change the entire, you know, dichotomy of the fight. So it's right. going to show you what they used. You're going to see if something is obviously standing out and wrong, but at the same time, it doesn't give everything away right at the start. 
Right. Well, well, and knowledge, I mean, just, just like raw data doesn't actually make you into a good player. Like you, you have to actually play and, you know, practice really, uh, you know, right. to be able to perfect a counter. So even if someone used something, I mean, the other, the other element is it's like, what if they were desperate and they did something ill-advised, but they just got lucky and right. You know, the, the thing just says, oh, yeah, look, you know, they beat you and they had all the characters still alive. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, they had a 15 percent chance to resist this thing. And if they hadn't, they would have the whole team would have folded. But but they did. And now, you know, that the tables were reversed, uh, flipped, whatever, um, <laughs> whatever tables do. So, <laughs> um, you know, the we we don't have we don't have complete information but it, it's a cool start like I, I just like having more information available to me agreed i've already gone through all six of my fights uh that are posted online now to see if anything stood out to me or if anything either way whether my defense did something crazy or my opponent did something crazy um well that's and- good feedback Right, it, it it really is, and in case you're wondering, nobody did anything too crazy in any of my six fights, um, except for your Darth Vader squad. Who? Well, that Darth Vader, cra- yeah, they went crazy. <laughs> yes, they did. You know what my favorite part about this uh, actually is? So, right now, if you catch your opponent attacking, you basically have to have a calculator out and. You have to subtract the score you saw from what they now have um, to find out how many banners your team stole. Now you can just look at the GG page, and you don't have to sit there like analyzing, oh, that fight's over, or, oh, crap, I missed that fight. You're just kind of... You just look at the GG page, and it answers how many banners each team got on defense, and how, basically. Yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, and, you know, for our listeners, I'm going to, in the uh, the description for this episode, I'm going to link both Solos and I, uh, I'm sure that wasn't grammatically correct. I'm going to link both of our uh, GG pages for this so you guys can check out our defenses, um, you know, just so you can see where it is and how to actually look it up. Um, and then w- once you're there, you, you'll be able to see the link, the hyperlink at the top. There'll be like a long number. And um, all you have to do is replace uh, your uh, replace that number with your ally code uh, to be able to access it. And actually, I think they added a navigation link to it. So if you if you sign into, uh, into that website, then you're going to be able to uh, access it as well. Yeah, they did. If you're signed in and you go to the bar on the left, uh, you when you're in somebody's profile, now now it is just um, you know, a click basically. So, it's not as hard as when we first found it. Right. Well, yeah, and they they've actually added a few new things already. Like when when we first got it, we didn't have the timer like it actually tells you how much time the match took. Right, you know, and that's fine, because I, I did find a couple of longer matches where I was like, oh, this team's going to get slaughtered. And then I find that they lasted, you know, two plus minutes. And that's great feedback. It's like, okay, like, what if, what if it lasts four minutes? Like, right. what, if you, what if you just add a few extra pieces of gear? Like, does that, does that team suddenly become more viable? Yeah. 
Yeah, that that would be fun to see. Oh, well, you know, it's it's just it's cool. Like I said, cool to have information. So, um, you know, and, and all, not all the functionality is there yet. Um, you know, and the the developers of this website are, you know, being pretty open about it. Like the ships uh, battles just aren't showing; they're not reflecting truth for whatever reason. Um, you know, and I think it's like a microcosm of, you know, uh, like ships just aren't awesome anyways so why would they be awesome in this feature either <laughs> agreed ships will always ruin everything yeah i i just love the idea to be able to kick ships when i can prod them a little bit so <laughs> <laughs> kick them while they're down you know um speaking of ships actually so we're you know whether whether or not people are taking the plunge on malevolence or not, um, you know, or negotiator, we're also going to we had we had this, this big Q and A uh, by by CG. Uh, you know, we have the monthly Q and A, which actually it's I thought it's great. Like people are asking for communication and they they get all mad, but they've been consistent about giving us a, a pretty good Q and A, and they they answer some tough questions. Um, you know, and, and some interesting ones too, like. Uh, one of the things they talked about, though, was that we're going to get two more capital ships uh, for the for the new uh, movie release. And, yeah. You know, we we don't know who's going to be the the pilots or the captains or admirals, whatever they are. I, I'm sure they have some in-game designation that's different from crew member, but. Um, you know, they they haven't told us who. You know, speculation is maybe it's Hux and um, Holdo, but. I don't really know. What do you yeah. What are you thinking on that? What What's your speculation, Solo? Uh, Hux and Haldo probably make the most sense. Then again, we don't know what's coming in the new movie, so it could be a Kylo Ren cap ship. Uh, just because we we don't know what he's gonna do yet. Uh, True. But I think Haldo probably makes the most sense for Resistance. Just because nobody else that we have flies a cap ship. That's true. You have to think that we're going to get General Leia at some point. Like, it seems like a, they can't miss that opportunity. Is what it, it seems like to me. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think they should. We we have how many Hans in the game? I'd love to see another Leia. Right, and, and you know, and this is this one is you know. Uh, legitimately like aged and you know different than than the last one yeah you know it's she's significantly different than her other iterations so yeah I, i'd like to see it plus you know everyone likes carrie fisher right so, um you know in the in the comments of our at our discord let me know if you don't like carrie fisher it'll be <laughs> that'll be interesting to hear um <laughs> Anyways, uh, there, there's also there's a ton of other news uh, in, in the Q and A, and we can't really cover all of it. You know, they they said that there's going to be less than ten total characters, including ships, for um, the new movie movie release. Which, in a way, kind of it, it, we already know what six of the characters and ships are, and that means probably we're not going to get the Knights of Ren, which is a little bit frustrating. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's I didn't even think of that. Though yeah. we, if we know six, that still leaves four for the Knights of Ren. Don't well, he said, cross he my said, hopes yet. He said less than six, so yeah. I guess you could. I guess maybe they could do like uh um they could count they could retroactively put the other two Kylos as Knights of Ren, so you could have Kylo 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 Knight Knight. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. God, that would be awful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, they're the Knights of Ren, you know? <laughs> Stupid. Um, but possible. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I was hoping for that. I, they look cool. I don't know anything about them, but they, they seem cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I know. I think there's a couple of books that mention them that are out right now in a graphic novel. I just haven't I, I haven't looked into it at all. Yeah, I haven't read. I haven't done anything. I haven't followed the new movie at all. Like my whole focus is on the Mandalorian, frankly. Yeah, same. So, um, but I, I did get tickets to see it. I'm going to see it 15 minutes before you, I think is what we've <laughs> discovered. Yes. But it's still both Thursday night. That's true. Yeah. It, it's going to be, hopefully it'll be good. And honestly, maybe you'll have more trailers than me or, or I'll have more trailers than you. So you'll see it before me. I don't know. <laughs> true. God only knows with how many trailers they put out now. I actually like that, though. Uh, I mean, that's going pretty far afield from our topic, but I <laughs> I tend to like seeing a lot of trailers in the theater. But um, anyways, we've... Uh, the the other big piece of news... Well, the, well, there's two other ones. So what, one of them is we have the Galactic Chase... Or not a Galactic Chase. Uh, the I Journey don't even Guide? Remember. Journey Guide, yeah. And, and within that journey guide so we're gonna have all the different um legendary characters and um you know eventually epic confrontation characters and hero's journey all, all these different characters that are being you know that are unlockable at, at, in a specific time from a specific event will be available for anyone to unlock at any time and um they've also announced that the new kylo from the movie and the new ray from the movie which don't have names yet so, so we can avoid spoilers but those two um will also be available from day one in the journey event or, or whatever you just you just said it now i forgot what it's called again apparently <laughs> the journey really guide yeah yes yeah um, what is it it's called galactic legends yes yeah the, they're both galactic legends yeah so uh, and we don't know how we're going to unlock them yet. And, you know, the people are saying, oh, you're, you're going to need 15 characters and all this stuff, the same as General Skywalker. And I I almost think that we're just going to need to do some kind of like extended quest, like like the way we have the current, uh, the current quest, like the Bounty Hunter quest has some pretty obscene uh, requirements in it. I, I'm wondering if maybe we're going to do something like that to unlock them instead. Uh. That would be much more interesting than just gear these 18 characters and these five ships that you've never used before and uh, go. Right. Yeah. And pray that RNG is going to actually get it for you before the event closes. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be doing that. My biggest complaint about these epic, epic confrontations or any legendary battle is I don't want to have to be resetting you know a hundred times to get it yeah i agree like you and i were both both had kind of vacation weekends last weekend like what if the event had happened that like what if they just sprang one of those events on us that last weekend like i don't know if i would have unlocked skywalker like general skywalker that weekend yeah Instead. i probably wouldn't have yeah yeah so yeah not not the not the absolute best but um 
anyways, we'll we'll see what happens there. And then finally, uh, the last piece of news, we also have um, Hux and the new Sith Trooper kit. Um, Sith Trooper is going to be its name. And the original Sith Trooper is now going to be designated the Sith Empire Trooper. Yes. Uh, and actually, the Sith Trooper, the First Order Sith Trooper, is looking good so far. I kind of liked his kit. No clue how it'll play out when we actually get the First Order team. Um, but he looked interesting, and and so did Hux at the same time. I, I think they will be good additions to First Order. You're kind of the First Order expert while I just stick them on defense. Huh. Uh so, what did you think of the new kits? Well, uh, um, you know, I, I wouldn't consider myself an expert exactly. I do use them quite a bit. Um, and, you know, the Sith Trooper had some interesting stuff. I, I think the, the most interesting thing to me, you know, as a thought experiment is, because we don't know how much damage he's actually going to do, and that, that's the big question mark. But, um, you know, I, I like the speculation of just, like, putting a couple, like, real, like Gear 1 garbage Sith on his team. And then, like, kind of creating, like, a Sith Trooper nuke team where, <laughs> you know, like, they kill someone and he destroys everyone. And then they kill another guy and then he, he destroys everyone a second time and it's over. Um, I like it. You know, uh, like, that. It, it's, actually, it's an amusing thought, at least, you know, like, maybe that's, <laughs> we, we have the General Grievous nuke right now. And it's not efficient for Grand Arena at all, but... Um, it is effective. You know, you can climb an right. arena foot with it. And if you have to move a squad, you can use it. So, um, you know, you have that. Uh, the Hux kit is a lot more interesting to me. Um, you know, Sith Trooper does have interesting things, like you said. Uh, the, the one that appeals to me, I, I always just like the different control uh, skills the different characters have. And Hux just has those all over the place. Like, um, I doubt he's going to do any damage at all, really. Um even though one of the like like his basic it shows him killing Jedi training Ray like he's he's just like destroying her with his basic um, we don't see any damage so I don't know how realistic that is but uh, you know he's he has a bunch of things that he he can gain his own he can gain turn meter um, you know if he does certain things he can um, you know the whole focus on first order of course is advantage and uh, you know I I like I. I you know, advantage is, has interesting elements to it, but, um, you know, he, he's also handing out advantage a lot. He's handing out a ton of turn meter to different people. He's handing buffs out. And the leader, had, like, I don't think that that's going to end up being very good. Like, I think it'll maybe be like a soft counter kind of uh, kind of leadership. Right now, I th in, in terms of characters that are released right now, not taking any future releases into consideration, like, I think that Kylo Ren Unmasked is uh, just still way better than his leadership. Um, and uh, I think still, though, like, Hux will potentially, like, even at three stars, uh, if, if he's at least a little bit survivable, I think that he will be a pretty good addition to a First Order squad. Um, right now, like he could, he could replace the standard first order uh, squad. He could replace first order stormtrooper pretty easily, um, and you'd have some ridiculous control. So, um, yeah, that, those are my thoughts. I I really like them. Do you have any extra on those? Uh, not specifically, but I can tell you, I agreed with you the first time I read the leadership. 
uh, it really didn't click anything in my mind. Of course, I'm open to the idea that something will change, you know, when the new kits come out or, uh, you know, the new Kylo kit comes out or whoever else they release that maybe there's something that we're just missing. Because, like, if you remember when BB-8 came out, um, everyone said, oh, BB-8 sucks. And then yeah. <laughs> and then JTR was released, and everyone's like, oh, this team's going to be awful. And then you played the first time with it, and they just crushed everything at the time. So, you know, I- I'm open to his leadership being good, but right now I just don't see it. Right. Well, well and, <laughs> yeah, so so he prevents counterattack. Um, you know, and, and he, he hands out counter chance, I guess that that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the counter attack thing, it's like, okay, good. Like Gar Saxon is finally shut down. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, CLS, I mean that entire team counter attacks. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean, th- there are probably corner cases where th- th- this, he's a good leader. Um, and the nice thing is we don't have to put a Zeta on him to discover that. Um, right. Exactly. And I will say, like, it, it seems like a really, really small thing on his unique. His unique is a Zeta, and he it says he gains advantage for two turns at the start of the encounter, and that's his whole Zeta. But um, while he has advantage, enemies can't gain bonus turn meter. So, um, uh, you know, that, that can really shut down a lot of teams. But but he doesn't even sure. have to be in the, in the leader slot to be doing that. So um, he, he's going to be good. Like... He'll be good on any team. Like he, he might even be good outside of first order, right? Honestly, so um, we'll just see how it goes. I, I I love new kits, so that we, you know, wanted to talk about that a little longer this time, maybe. Um, but hopefully, we'll get those tomorrow. Actually, um, the new update's going to drop, and we'll find out how they're releasing those guys. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyways, moving on to our next segment, uh, Grand Arena results. So, uh, you know, we don't have Grand Arena going on right now, but we did have it going on earlier this week. Uh, so it was the big finale, the, you know, the final grouping. Um, so Solo, how did you end up doing? Uh, well, from the last time we talked, I, my last fight finished in a tie. So I officially finished with two ties last time. Um, that's awful (laughs) because I was the lowest GP in my bracket, AKA I lost both ties. Um, so awful. That's just stupid. It is stupid tiebreaker, but they want to encourage you to wail out. So, you know, that's what they do. Um, but so that, that's kind of how my grand arena ended uh we both finished with 1918 points and i lost <laughs> uh yes uh how about you how did uh your grand arena end up um so i i also made kyber um i'm i think we covered that last time maybe i don't remember um i made kyber and i, I ended up this this week i did well i did, i was went three and oh so my total overall uh record was 11 and one so um, that was good, and I think the highlight for the for this grand arena, honestly, was um, you know I changed up my defenses. I finally I put the I put the uh, Zeta onto Mother Talzin, 
and you know on her on her lead yeah i know and and Give so into the dark side yes he's here snickering you'll note though <laughs> that my talzin is actually not part of a squad with Asajj, so that's not me admitting that the talzin lead is better <laughs> how long have you been practicing that uh clarification uh, it just it just came naturally solo because it's it's truth you know like uh-huh. it's it's just coming straight from the heart so <laughs> you know it's it's hard to deny the truth and I I feel like maybe you've been practicing on your denials of that but <laughs> anyways uh, you know Talzin lead is a great lead uh, for Night Sisters and I do think that there's a legitimate argument that she has a better lead than Asajj I I don't think it's better overall but. I can absolutely understand the the reasoning and, you know, on my defenses and, and what you guys can see, if you go uh, to, to my profile on the star Wars uh, GG site is, you know, I, I split up my night sisters. I put Asajj and zombie with newt and Dooku um, on one team. And then I put a uh, Talzin lead with spirit and, um, like I, I've had Baze on the team actually, just as a pretaunt to annoy people. Um, <laughs> and Doc is there, so it, it's a fairly resilient team. And people didn't really necessarily know how to approach them, which I think was the main thing. I think if I keep them on defense for too much longer, it'll end up being solved, and it won't get me anywhere. But um, as it stands, like those threw people off to the to the point where you know I, I also put Jedi training Ray on defense, and like people weren't clearing her. And, you know, they, they were struggling. Like, they, they'd get through some of my teams, and I'd be like, man, my defense is failing this time. But I got I got a defense on every every single round or every single match uh, in my last six. Uh, you know, and usually there's one that someone, like, full clears me without any fails. So I did pretty well. My final round, um, my opponent took three to get through my Jedi training ray. Um, it finally did. Took two to get through my clones, and then uh, took ten to kill two of my bounty hunters, and couldn't kill the other three. So, um, like my defense was solid this time around, and and you know, as a guy who has traditionally kind of eschewed defense defense in favor of offense, um, it felt pretty good to actually have a pretty dominant defense. Yeah. Well, I mean getting being able to have a strong defense and also having the ammunition you need to clear your opponent that's just a fantastic feeling oh oh uh, yeah it really is and you know it, it's just not a large enough sample size like it, maybe my opponents that they, they all seemed really skilled like the records indicated that they were skilled but you know maybe my opponents had off had off rounds maybe they just weren't as skilled as their record indicated i i don't know like i don't mean anything negative against them i just it's too small of a sample size to be like oh yeah that defense is dominant in this mode <laughs> you know right well it's like if you look at my first two rounds you know my vader team that's really not good um it did fantastic but I think that's just because people haven't faced a Vader lead in probably about two and a half years and kind of forgot how to play it. Um, or they, you know, tried to underestimate it and use a Django lead team to try and get through it and it didn't work. Yeah, I, I don't know how Django didn't beat that team, frankly. But I, I couldn't tell you either, but it worked. <laughs> well, Django, Django, you, Django can be really effective, um, but it, 
to be honest, like his leadership is great. It's really interesting. And it counters a lot of Sith teams out there, um, like Darth Vader, uh, theoretically, right. at least. Um, but the the fact is like that it's not it's not banners efficient at all. No, no, it certainly isn't. So even if you're getting wins with Django, like you're losing bounty hunters, you're losing for sure. You're losing protection, maybe health. Like it, it's not the squad I would want on offense. Um, right. So, you know, it's great. It's it's just great. Even like, you know, I I don't know. We'll have to see how how well your Vader defense goes if you continue to use it. But um, I just want to. If it steals banners, then that's great. Even if it doesn't get a defense, like it, it's a, it's full of like nobodies, really, like got just leftover guys. And so if it's stealing banners, and you and I play that efficiency game, like that, that's that's done its job. Steal four banners, good to go. Right. I, I mean, that's the whole goal of it. I don't care about anything else. Just take a couple banners off them and <laughs> let's move on. True, yeah, and, and they're actually doing something as opposed to my Vader who stares longingly at the, right. like, he stares longingly at the place where I put, like, where, where Phoenix sit, because <laughs> I'll, use, I'll use Phoenix way before I use Vader, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's the other part, the other highlight of my last match. I got to use Phoenix against a, a, um, a Old Republic team with Karth and a Relic something Ezra, randomly. Nice. Yeah, so they like the whole gang was there, but Ezra was on the wrong side. <laughs> He's a traitor. He is, and I dispatched him as such. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that was great. I I felt good. Um, but yeah, yeah, good good season. Uh, made Kyber. I'm really glad, honestly. Like. I've been frustrated that the bar for Kyber was kind of low. Um, you know, that this time just because we got so many additional banners for winning. But honestly, like you play you played a really great uh championship and I feel so frustrated that you're seven and five and like you should have been nine and three. And right. I'm glad that you were still able to make Kyber despite that fail. Like that that's the silver lining to me. I'm really glad that you 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 earned it and you actually got it. Right. Well, I agree with you there. I would have been pissed if I didn't get it, uh, especially because of losing two ties. But at the same point, only seven wins <laughs> got Kyber. And I didn't even try for the feats, to be honest with you. I think I missed a couple of the Fleet Arena ones because I just don't fall that far in Fleet Arena, and I only take one battle a day to take <laughs> first. Um Feels so, good. Well, it does, that part of it does, yeah. Um, but so I got only seven wins and really didn't have to try hard and still got Kyber. Yeah, like you missed feats and you still made it a seven and five. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm glad you made it. And for our listeners who got seven and five and made it, I'm glad you guys made it too. And I'm not glad that anyone else made it at seven and five. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, I I want I just I'll tell you what I, I don't care. Kyber is a, a you know an artificial distinction anyway. I just want a different artificial distinction for something to strive for. Like, you know, seven and five is uh, I don't know. 
I don't think anyone would say that seven and five is like the definition of elite, you know, right. I would like, I would like something to strive for that when I earn people would say, Oh yeah, he's, he's elite. He's really strong. You know, he's, he knows what he's doing. He's good at this game or, or whatever, you know, whatever strokes my ego. Right. So. <laughs> because if, if you don't have to work hard, why would you, at, you know, at this point, you can basically write off an entire round and still make Kyber. Right. Well, yeah, like, that would be funny. Like, I wonder how many people actually, like, forgot to register, but still made it. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, well, it's definitely possible because we both know somebody that I think he missed out on Kyber by 3,000 and he completely forgot to sign up for a round. So... I mean, it's possible. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if, if you can just forget to sign up for a round and still make it, that that doesn't spell elite to me. But right. Um. Anyways, we we can we I can stop preaching. Uh, the big shout out to um one of the guys on our Discord, uh, Wispy. Had you know he he's in a, a little bit higher divisions. I forget if it's division six now, but um <laughs> he's won six he's, he's gotten number one uh four times in a row now that's like he, fantastic yeah yeah that, yeah that deserves credit yeah even even you know in the higher divisions like i you know my alt is there and you know that yeah that's a fantastic result so props to him uh we also have a bunch of guys on there uh on our discord who are kicking around who have the kyber contender which is top 10 um we even have a guy who's a hybrid contender. He got number nine um, in division one who's there. So, um, you know, if you guys want to come check out our discord, we've got a lot of good players hanging out there. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. And, and me and solo can provide <laughs> a couple of, we, we have We're opinion here too. things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are opinionated. So, <laughs> um, Otherwise, yeah, uh, and and the Discord link will be uh, uh, in the video or podcast description. So, um, anyways, we can. Why don't we move right in? Like this is actually a good segue into our podcast question segment. Uh, so, you know, people ask on Discord. Go join our Discord, like I was talking about, and uh, you know, ask questions. We address them in our podcast here. Uh, and this week we have three. The first one is uh, if they keep winning banners, if they keep like giving the banners, uh, 1600 banners at, let me just start that over. If they keep winning banners at 1600, uh, should they raise the Kyber bar as well? Like what, the, what should they raise it to? Um, you know, they, they switched from a thousand. They gave a thousand banners for a win to 1600, which is the thing that, is making people, you know, who, who are getting seven and five into Kyber. Um, it's making that possible. Well, back when it was a thousand, it was a lot more exclusive. What should they raise it up to? What do you think, Solo? Uh, oh, that's, you know, I don't think you need to raise it much. I would say raise it up to like 37.5 because that gives you eight and four so you have a 66 percent winning percentage to get into kyber 
And they they specifically said their goal is to get more people into Kyber. So with their goal in mind, but also kind of the facts of it, I would say make people at least go 8-4 and four and finish with a uh, 66% winning percentage to get in. Yeah, I think that would probably be fair. You know, I, I tend to like the 9-3. and three. And, you know, I think that 9-3 and three for me would be a little more preferable. But they don't really need to increase the the number for Kyber, really. Like, they, they don't need to increase it that much, I should say. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I would like to see him raise it a little bit. Uh, though, honestly, like, now I'm climbing in Arena, it's like every person has the little Kyber box <laughs> surrounding them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool. Neat. I love, like, yeah, I love looking in my top 10 sometimes, and you have the one guy that still has, uh, you know, the, oh, I forget the name of the levels now, but the bronze uh, one, because he clearly just never attacked. You're like, oh, you're still getting top 10 every day, but you just never cla- uh, attacked in Grand Arena. <laughs> right. Like, you probably didn't even deploy defenses for that matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and some people actually specifically tried to get the locked-in carbonite uh, feet, which is kind of fun as well. So yeah, <laughs> um, let's see. So the next question is: What are non-obvious things you look for when you're scouting opponents, and how does it affect your defenses? Not well. The first thing I look at is dark revenant speed. That's obvious, though. Second thing I look at is. Um, you know, their defense wins and their attack wins to kind of tell me how offensive are they going to be, how defensive are they normally. And it changes uh, recently, this past round, the biggest change has been to my clone team. Do I add R2 there? Do I add Shock T there? Do I add somebody different? Uh, Same thing with my Grievous team. I have L3 in that team, and if it looks like they have an extremely fast Django, I will keep my L3 for offense. That way I can use her with JTR. Um, Other than that, it really doesn't affect me much. Uh, Right now, if they have uh, General Skywalker, you know, I want to make sure that I keep 3PO or my Padme team available to counter them. Those are really the main things I look at. That and how fast are their Night Sisters, specifically Asajj, to see if I can use my troopers or if I have to use somebody different. Yep, and just to go right off of that, actually, um, I always, the first thing I look at actually are troopers and how fast their Stark is. Yeah, uh, because because if their Stark is fast enough to go before my Bosk uh, with Django lead, so you know Bosk plus thirty speed, um, then there's not much point to me putting that squad on the table. Like they'll they'll just completely destroy it with their troopers. Um, sure. <laughs> so you know if if their Stark is you know over three hundred, then generally I I probably want to keep bounty hunters or maybe distribute them a little bit differently um you know make their focus different but you know um 
just being able to identify those certain teams that are going to be able to counter you really well. Like you said, uh, you know, Night Sister speeds are are a thing. Um, I also look at their Night Sister uh, relative gear level, uh, just so sure. I have an idea of, you know, if, if they're if their Night Sisters are all gear twelve at this point, gear twelve isn't that scary. Like a you know, on Night Sisters, they, they used to be really scary. Gear 13 on them is scary now, obviously, um, you know, in the higher relic levels. But, you know, I need to be able to start planning on what I'm going to use to counter them if I can't use troopers. Because troopers make it too easy uh, right. if they're fast enough. Um, I also look at ships and just to see what they have. Um, you know, and this was a relatively new thing, and I haven't. it actually hasn't changed my deployment, but... Um, you know, I realized at one point, way way later than I should have, that you know, if they don't have a negotiator, I may as well put my negotiator on defense because I can beat any Falcon fleet out there with my own Falcon. Um, you know, that's oh. not that's not a problem. Yeah. And so, so you know, if my opponent doesn't have negotiator or, or malevolence at this point, I guess uh, you know, if they don't have one of those two, then I can put negotiator on defense, and you know. They probably have a way to be able to beat my uh, my negotiator, but um, you know, it, it, it's probably a higher chance to make them stall out. So, yeah, I uh, I'd like to say I look at that, but every, literally every opponent I went up against this past Grand Arena had a six star negotiator, so it really didn't make that much of a difference. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> um, you know, I, I had a couple actually that didn't have it, and I'm guessing they were just waiting for malevolence. So that that last piece might just not be relevant anymore. But yeah. it is something I looked at in my last three matches because that's what I thought of it. So I'm a little slow, but <laughs> I'm getting there, just plodding along. Um, all right. So the last question uh, with the current GP levels jumping, what would your solution for Grand Arena matches be? more tiers uh lock it so you can only use the 80 characters you were matched on or is there a different solution you would use uh i think we definitely need another tier probably well now gp is approaching 7 million so i would say maybe 5.75 and higher um or even 5.8 and higher because i I've noticed a lot of the people I'm matched up against are around 5.9. I'm only 5.4. So I would love if they could just cap that a little bit. Um, you know, I think 5.75 is probably the more, the better place to put it, though. Yeah, I could get behind that. You know, and, and frankly, I don't really care what, uh, what, what the, cap is for for tiers like they could add two more tiers and sure. have one that just just starts at seven million or something that that people don't have yet or at least just only a couple have um but like what's frustrating to me is I'll, i had a i had a pretty decent i had a pretty decent run this time i, I went 11 and 1 and i ended up in 317th place i did most of the feats i got you know i, I did really well i got mostly full clears and uh you know only 300 300 place like i'm not really complaining about it you know i i didn't get top 10 which would have been nice but other than that like i you know i don't care about my placement i would just like the opportunity to be able to compete with people like it it would be 
it's incredibly hard. Like people are moving into tier one right now and that's where they stop. And so we're just getting just so many people in, in tier one. And I would, I would really like to have a couple other tiers just, just to spread it out a little bit. Um, you know, like you said, hard cap the GP a little bit and, um, you know, just, just be able to actually compete for something without a huge, huge crowd of people who are, you know, there's going to be some people who are Google 12 and 0 who, you know, just kind of skate through it pretty easy. And, right. and frankly, like I'm a 5.5 million. I, when I talk to people who are 4.5 million and just entering tier one, uh, like our experiences in Grand Arena are so different. Like the teams <laughs> we have to counter are way different. And it, it's like we're in a different league anyways. So I, we should just make it official. Well, uh, if you look at the person that finished first in this Grand Arena Championship round, he has a GP of $5 million right now. And I'm sure he went 12-0. and 0. I'm sure he... I mean, I'm sure he earned it. This isn't anything negative against him. But you look at who finished second, and his GP is $6.8 million. <laughs> Those two are not even close to being the same. Um, and the opponents that they face aren't even going to be close to being the same. So I think the person that finished first uh, should absolutely have finished first, but in a different bracket than the guy that's $6.8 million. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, you also have to think. I mean, oh, oh, whatever. Um, it, I, it does seem like pretty different worlds. Like uh, one point eight million GP is a, a huge amount, especially you know even at that level. So, right. <laughs> seems pretty ridic- ridiculous that they're even in the same league. Um, but. Yeah, it, it would be interesting though, you know, like uh, like the person asking this question, like uh, Lockets, you can only use the eighty characters you were matched on. Like, how interesting would that be to have just uh, like characters that are unavailable? Like, you have to are like artificially inflate GP on certain characters and plan which characters to use specifically. Like, yeah, well, I would I would hate that just because I think. Uh my gin would still be in there and i don't want to have to use her uh my cody would be there because he's got a zeta my chief chirpa would be there because he's got a zeta but not the rest of the teams um right yeah so that that option well it would be interesting um gotta pray that does not happen Uh, i agree Though, though maybe it would be interesting if you could select the 80 you want. Maybe that would be a better solution. I would be on board with that. That would be fantastic. Because then it really is just how efficiently you use your roster. Yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty interested to see that. I just like different... I, I just like having a little variation in this mode. You know, Grand Arena is great. Having some variation is... Generally fine with me, unless it's adding ships, which I don't like, which they just did. <laughs> um, all right, so we have a we have a temporary segment here just to announce. Uh, you know, you and I 
uh, recently we're doing the alt uh, alternate account Ewok challenge. And that kind of fizzled out because uh, you were kind of retiring your Ewok or your, your alt account. And um, so in, in the end, it just looked like I tricked you into putting gear on Paplu. But, <laughs> uh, you know, um, that being said, we have a different challenge uh, ahead of us. Do you want to elaborate for our listeners a little solo? Yes. Well, we both love Stormtrooper Han, and we both never work on Stormtrooper Han. So from here on out for about the next seven to nine weeks, uh, at least one piece of gear or relic level will be added to Stormtrooper Han every week by us. Now, I think I'm, what, two gear 12 pieces ahead of you? Or three? Uh, well, probably. Now, probably three, because I just added my piece for this week, uh, right before we started this podcast. But um, so yeah, I'm at I'm at twelve plus two right now. Yeah, and I'm at what twelve plus four. Um, so we're basically using this as an excuse to finally gear up our stormtrooper Han, since that's all we talk about every episode. So. By the end of January, uh, what is that? Probably about seven weeks. I'm going to have at least a R5 Stormtrooper Han. Then two weeks, by Valentine's Day, I will have an R7 Stormtrooper Han because of Zareth. <laughs> I think it'll be great. You'll thank me later. But yeah, we'll we'll give you guys a progress update every once in a while on here. So stay tuned for that. Stormtrooper Han. Um, and the Zeta counts as one of the weeks if we want to, right? Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Yep. So, so we're going to see what he can do. He can get up to some crazy numbers, some crazy uh, feats with, uh, with Watt uh, alongside. And who knows, maybe even without. So... Uh, at, at the very least, we can promise bafflement by our opponents. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So moving right along into alt life here. Um, so, Solo, you were saying that you, you were probably going to make Kyber with your alt that you don't ever upgrade. Uh, how's that going? How did that end up? Uh, well, I made Kyber easy before you know, with a couple fights left. So since it's my alt on the third battle or the third final battle of the fourth round, I kind of just tried things because I was going up against a faster Darth Revan. And so I wanted to see if I wanted to see what teams I could try and use. And so I ended up losing the match. Um, the answer was there was no other way for me to one shot a faster Darth Revan. So, uh, you know, in the future, I'll have to use the Jawa Gambit or something else. But, you know, I tried my Padme. I tried my CLS. I lost a couple times. I think it was worth losing because I was already in Kyber. Um, but so I ended I ended the uh, final 9-3. And, and, you know, I, I couldn't be happier because that account, when I took it over, was getting vicious, vicious matchups. Because it was all gear, no Zetas. And so now the Zetas have finally caught up on the account. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's like 
if you want to win at Grand Arena, just don't upgrade your account. <laughs> and eventually you'll start winning. <laughs> um, well, and, you know, there's some people that are in our alliance right now that constantly complain that their matchups are awful and they don't have a ton of Zetas. And then you look and it's because they have, you know, 50 tunes have relic levels on them. And it's like, well, yeah, of course you're getting matched up because they add a ridiculous amount of uh, GP. And your roster is not ready for that. Uh, so, in all seriousness, if you're thinking about how to build up your roster, if you don't have a ton of Zetas, don't go high relics right away because that's how that's going to get you in trouble. Basically going to, I think it's relic level... Between relic level two and three is the equivalency of adding a Zeta to your tune. So if you bring all your tunes up to relic level three, that's basically adding a Zeta to them every time. So, you know, don't do that if you're low on in the Zeta department. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, that's a really good point. Like it, relics look really great and you know, they do add some really cool stats there. They are important on a lot of different characters and teams. Just keep in mind that, they are also inflating your GP and the GP that's used to match you up with other different people. Uh, you know, it, it's going up at a way higher rate with relics than it ever did with gear. Right. So, you know, like if you could add three finishers to, to your character, it, it, that would be about the equivalent of the lowest relic level. Like, like that it's a dramatic shift in, in how many GP you add. So, uh, you know, don't go too crazy with relics if, you know, if you want your matchups to not be crazy. So, um, anyways, uh, so my, my alt, my alt account did okay last week. I last week I was telling you guys how um, I had forgotten to a, do a, to one of my attacks, and um, you know, I I ended up losing that match, and you know, it, it is what it is, but. Um, I needed to, I was at what, uh, nine, seven and two at that point. And I didn't know if I was actually going to make Kyber because, um, I don't full clear a lot of my opponents in, in that, in on my alt. And there are a lot of feats that I just don't bother doing. I'm not it's like, I'm not going to do 21, <laughs> uh, squad attacks. Like I, I'm just not going to win that many. I, I don't care about it. So, um, I, I went in thinking that I needed to win three of my matches this week and get full clears, you know, just to be able to maximize my point. And my math was correct. I just didn't take into account the fact that I would actually get two pretty big feats. And so after I won my first two uh, with full clears, I was able to get into Kyber. And then um, the third match I also won. So I uh, got into Kyber. It was a lot closer than my last two attempts. And... Um, so yeah, I've I've gotten Kyber on my alt every time and Kyber on my main every time. So that's excellent. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. And that, that was I think the first time I was in Division Five with my alt. So um, I, I don't even know where the cutoff for Division Four is though. I guess <laughs> we'll, I'll let you guys know. But um, successful bouts with both of our alts, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um. All right, and you know the the part of the game that we both 
you know, that a lot of people end up really enjoying, even as we complain about it, is, um, you know, being able to advance our characters and get our rosters better. And, um, you know, that that's something Solo and I talk a lot about, about, you know, how to maximize our, our roster to be able to be the most efficient. And Solo, as always, has um, put a lot of work into his roster since the last week. So what what's the la- latest uh, thing you've been tinkering with? Well... I kind of gave a little bit away just before in that I did add a piece to Stormtrooper Han, the first piece of our little challenge. Um, Other than that, I... Let's see. uh, I got Old Ben finally to G13 and Relic Level 1. And then I gave him his second Zeta because he already had the one that I gave a couple weeks ago. Um, You know, this week... And actually, the last week, I haven't really been able to work on relic levels on my characters just because farming, you know, Arc Trooper is using all the relic mat uh, energy. So it's really just been Old Ben and the piece on Stormtrooper Han. The problem with the Stormtrooper Han pieces is that he needs two of the exact same piece. And when we agreed to this challenge, I had zero salvage of that piece. So it's been a long farm for that one lonely piece so far this week. Yeah, I know it's going to be annoying gearing him, honestly. <laughs> I, like he, he has really usable pieces on other characters who are way more relevant. So. <laughs> but he's getting them, so, you know. Yeah, we need to come up with some kind of um, some kind of ill-advised plan. Well, well, this is kind of ill-advised. I was thinking more like we need to come up with some kind of punishment for if one of us fails to actually oh. meet the plan. Um, yes, so yes, we do. So we so to our listeners, um, if you could think of something, let us know on Discord. We would love to know what kind of awful thing uh, you know. It has to be in game and. Um, you know, if it's too ridiculous, we're probably just going to laugh at you. But uh, <laughs> so, something that's painful, like, you know, putting gear 13 on cup or something. Or even gear 12. I don't know. Uh, I'm not that yeah. creative about that sort of thing. Let us know. Or we can just force Zareth to use a Talzin lead with his Night Sisters from here on out. Uh, yeah, we'll see that 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 goes under the realm of unrealistic. So, <laughs> maybe may be unreasonable is the right word. Uh, def- definitely, D thirteen cup is an idea, but using Talzin lead that's ah, unrealistic. All right, all right. Let let me let me use the words that you used uh, for that <laughs> uh, for Talzin lead. Um, uh-huh. Ill ill advised. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, moving on though um <laughs> uh so for my for my own preparations in grand arena uh you're not done yet you still have like a whole list of things so no no i'm done that it was a slow slow week because of stormtrooper han okay oh yeah you're talking about arc you can't we can't do relic levels because of arc yeah yep um 
And, you know, so for me, I, I got a couple gear 13s on people. Um, and I, I've really been focusing on trying to have a, a good counter to um, General Skywalker and to be able to beat Darth Revan teams without using my own Darth Revan. I don't like to have that crutch. And so I've been working on uh, freeing myself from that. And um, so I got gear 13 on Shock T, which, you know, she's useful for the upcoming territory battles um, as well. And uh, I also got gear 13 on C3PO. So uh, they're, I won't lie, they're not my very favorite characters. Like, 3PO is really strong, but he's just an annoying character in the movies. Like, I've just never liked him. As much as I love Star Wars, I just I don't feel like he's added that much. Um, and he annoys me. So uh, he, he got gear 13 anyways, so he could be a little more resilient. And uh, now I can just stop thinking about him, hopefully. Probably, probably throw a couple relic levels on him, but uh, you know we're not farming relics right now because Ark Trooper is taking all of our Cantina currency, and um, yeah, the, my my Ark Trooper is almost six star. I think Solo just hit six star. I um, did, yep. And then my Ark is gear eleven now, so I don't know. I have no idea if he's viable. I didn't put a Zeta on him. And I haven't seen any videos showing that he's actually any good. And the times that I've faced him isn't very impressive either. So, <laughs> for whatever that means. I can say, when he's R7, the only uh, the only General Skywalker team that I struggle with has Ark in it. Granted, it's an R7 Ark with ridiculous mods. Uh, the entire team is R7 with ridiculous mods, but... He's the only team I can't beat consistently now with one of my two counters. Um, so, I mean, he's definitely doing something right in that team. It's just a question of if he's better or not in that team. That's fair. Yeah, I I mean, we, we need him to be gear 13 just so we can get Kiati Monday shards. Um, so that's going to happen, but... <laughs> Whether or not he's actually like ideal for that squad is another question. Right. Um, at least this way, Ahsoka can go other places. Right. That's that's frankly the nicest part of keep Ahsoka with Padme. Right. Well, and even if we end up having uh, Ahsoka wanting to go uh, with Five Hundred First, if that ends up being like the ideal team, at least we can put Arc Trooper with like I don't know with Shock T or something and have have like a B team with clones yeah. like Chuck T with clone sergeant and Cody and uh, arc trooper. Sounds pretty <laughs> awful, but it does. We'll or Barris, just throw Barris on that team. They have 50% <laughs> health and you got a Barris on there as well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to, we're going to see where that, where that path leads eventually. I'm sure. Um, Anyways, I think we are about out of time here. So, Solo, could you please just run us through the usual uh, list of awesome things that we're doing uh, that are available for free to everyone? Sure. Well, we uh, we mentioned most of these throughout the video, but uh, the first thing is the counter sheet. You know, it's a it's a Google document. It has the list of the full team that we faced. Then it has the list of the full team that we used. And most importantly, next to that is a timestamped link to one of our videos that shows how 
our team beat the other team. So you can see the exact moves we made. You can see the turn order we had. You can see how effective it was because sometimes we our counters work, but they're not exactly getting 60 banners. Um, after that, and on top of that counter sheet, there's actually a link to our Discord channel, which we talked about earlier, talking about, you know, a lot of the players that are in our Discord channel can offer something great when you need advice. It's not just Zareth and I, because we have opinions. Other people are finishing first. Um, and then, uh, you know, we both have YouTube channels where we're chronicling our journeys through Grand Arena. And so you can see me break down after my second tie, if you want. You can see Zareth consistently win. Um, all the links for all three of these things will be in our description of this podcast. We will also, uh, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes and you can't click on the description, you can go to our YouTube channel or just go to YouTube and search our names. Mine is S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Zareth is X-A-E-R-E-T-H. Uh, and we have links to everything in our video descriptions as well. So with that said, Zareth, I think that uh, brings us to the end. I think so. Uh, so thanks for listening. And remember that in all things, Zareth prevails. And Solo is always right. Goodbye.